It's crazy how much being sick can affect you. One week of COVID and all my momentum is gone. It's going to be hard to even get back to work. The last week I threw my entire routine out the window. I mean, I could barely even get out of bed. The past couple of days I finally got to a point where I could sleep. And I've slept around 26 hours in the past two days. That's, guys, that's 13 hours each night. Luckily on Saturday, I'll be back to work and all my other habits will fall back into place. Well, that's the plan. I'm not sure about anyone else, but I need structure in my life. I've talked about this many times, but I've always wanted to join the military ever since I was a kid. The reason behind that is the structure it would provide me. And I won't get into all the details around that, but I can't join the military just because I have uh, peanut allergies. Now, I don't think I could ever like not have a job in my life or not have uh, some type of structure, some type of 40 hour work week that I I had to do, right? If I, I don't think I would survive if I was like a freelance artist. I just, it's hard to structure stuff myself. I need, I guess I need someone else to do it for me. And that's, that's what my 40 hour work week serves for me. It, it serves as a nice block of time where I can structure routine before and after work. Without that huge block of time, my routine goes haywire. That's why my job plays such an important role in keeping me on the path of continuous improvement. No job equals no structure, and no structure equals no happiness. And that's what I want to discuss today. Gaining momentum after a hiatus, whether that's getting sick, going on vacation, or just becoming the type of person who has a structured routine and can manufacture momentum. So in today's episode, I want to give you all a look into my daily routine and how you can gain that momentum and become the type of person who has a structured routine. So without further ado, let's get right into it. In Marcus Aurelius's meditations, he writes, when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. You know, back when Marcus was alive, he didn't have a phone to distract him right when he woke up. He got up and straight away went to journaling about how grateful he was to be alive. So number one, don't look at your phone for the first hour of the day. I made this mistake yesterday, and let me just say, I never feel good after I do this. Like I got an email, okay, and it was a one star review a customer left. I read the whole thing and realized the review wasn't even about me. I don't even know why I got the review emailed to me in the first place. Either way, I got it, it happened, and it set the tone for the next couple of hours. And that tone wasn't productive. That tone made me feel like shit. Even though it wasn't my fault, it was about the company I work for. And I really didn't need to see that right when I woke up. The morning is a time of solitude. It's time to slowly get into the groove of things because your brain is like a sponge right when you wake up. When you first wake up, your brain switches from delta waves which occur in a deep sleep state, to theta waves, which occur in a sort of a daydreamy state. The brain then moves to produce alpha waves when you're fully awake and not processing much information. 
Grabbing your form right away forces your body to skip the important theta and alpha stages and go straight from the delta stage to being wide awake and alert, also known as the beta stage. This is important because you end up priming your brain for distraction. So if you see or read something negative when you wake up, like I did, you end up triggering a stress response which puts you on edge for the rest of the day. Instead of checking your phone first thing in the morning, go for a walk and get some sunlight. Your brain will thank you. It will give your brain some time to wake up and then after an hour or so, you'll, you'll be okay to dive into your phone. You'll be fully awake. It won't have the same negative response as it would have if you just looked at your phone right when you woke up. Number two. Number two is probably the easiest one of them all, and that's to get a job. My 40 hour work week gives me absolute structure in my life. Without it, I turn into what I did during COVID during this past week, and that's a lazy, non-motivated, sad individual. When I have a consistent work schedule, I know what time I need to eat, and I meal prep accordingly. I know when I need to work out, because I only have a couple hours either before or after work to do so. I know when I need to go to bed, because I need a certain amount of hours to sleep. I know when I need to journal and brush my teeth, because while I do those right before bed, and I have a bedtime because I need to fall asleep at a certain time. If you're listening to this and you have a job but you still can't find structure outside of it, it's very simple. Think of the smallest thing you can achieve outside of work. Like after work, sit in your car and journal for five minutes. Or when you're at work, bring a book and read for 15 minutes during your lunch break. Or if you're more advanced, bring your clothes and go to the gym after work and just do 15 minutes. Or maybe just drive to the gym. Don't go there and crush yourself. Go there to build momentum and habit around going to the gym after work. And sooner or later, you'll start to just add things up. Add things to your day that are structured around your work schedule. That way, you'll never even want to miss work because then you'll miss your entire schedule. Now, what happens when you get sick like I did and your momentum and routine go out the window? You definitely have to willpower some of it. Like, I'll probably not enjoy waking up on Saturday and going for a walk before work, or enjoy reading during my lunch break, or even journaling after work. All those things will probably be difficult, but a couple days of pushing through that initial discomfort, and I'll be back to where I was before COVID. I mean, the reality is, you're not always going to feel like doing your routine. It's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. It's not supposed to be. Life is hard, and it can beat you down every day. The importance of a routine is to offer some ease to your life, which may not make sense, but listen to this. Les Brown has a saying that if you do what's easy, your life will be hard. However, if you do what's hard, your life will be easy. If you keep procrastinating on things and just keep avoiding important things that you know you should be doing in your life, your life isn't going to be easy. It's going to get hard. Very hard, much harder than if you practice consistency on a daily basis and tackle those quote-unquote difficult tasks every day. Putting things off until tomorrow is never a good option, and I say that from experience. And yeah, sometimes you need to put things off, but for the most part, you don't. All you need to do is commit to the grind and keep pursuing the things that bring value to your life. Over time, they become easier to do, and over time, you become the person the only past you could have dreamed of becoming. Momentum isn't gained overnight. 
It's built each day. It's built every time you put your shoes on and decide to put in the work of a human being. You don't get there by hoping to have motivation one day. Because that motivation doesn't last and before you know it, it's gone and you're back to where you started. Build a routine, a routine that is manageable and unique for you. Don't try to follow someone's routine like David Goggins. Build your own routine and show up every day no matter how difficult it is because over time, it gets easier and you get to a point where you start adding more things on top of your routine. And soon enough, that routine becomes a part of you and you don't even want to skip it or think about skipping it because it's ingrained into your identity. You become the type of person who goes on daily walks. You become the type of person who journals every day. You become the type of person who wakes up early. You become an individual who sticks to the routine because it's a part of who you are. And keeping with the routine means keeping with your identity. Momentum stays with you even when you get sick and fall off because once you're better, your mind goes back to that routine because it doesn't know anything else. You don't feel good when you're off the routine. You don't feel like yourself. The routine is a part of you. And at that point, you don't even need momentum. All you need is a practical routine that you can be consistent with. If it's not practical, you won't be consistent with it. Simple as that. It doesn't matter how much momentum you have. It must be practical and repeatable in order for you to keep with it. I will say, however, your routine may not seem practical to others, and that's okay. It doesn't need to be practical to anyone but you. No one else is on your path in life. You must do what you need to do and forget what anyone else has to say about it. Thanks for listening, guys. I truly do appreciate each and every single one of you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, and please refer to a friend. If you want to support the show, there's a link in the show notes. I would greatly appreciate it. If you're not following me on Instagram, my personal page is PetrieRichard underscore, and my fitness page is Richard Petrie Fitness. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you all next Friday. Peace.